welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. up guys I'm gonna do something a little bit different in this video than I normally do on this channel but don't worry it's related to making money I'm gonna talk about NBA top shot all right it's a website built on blockchain where you can own moments from NBA games and your favorite NBA players and it's all blockchain secured now if I've already lost you give me 10 more seconds I've had a top shot account for about two and a half weeks I have spent less than forty dollars on my account As you can see here, my account is worth currently $1,951, and I did the bare minimum, like minimal effort. I know it sounds too good to be true. I have nothing to gain from telling you this, all right? So if I've got your attention, in this video, what I've done is I've invited one of my friends from college, actually, who told me about this to uh, basically just break down how it works. Now, we nerd out a little bit. But at a minimum, guys, you should check this out. I have nothing to gain from telling you about this. I just want to pass along the advice that he gave me. Again, I did the minimum, spent $40, $39 to be exact, and my account's worth $1,951, owning these digital trading cards, if you will. Now, his account, if you're wondering, is worth a couple hundred thousand. I'll show you the exact number at the end of the video if you want to stay till the end. But um, it's really interesting. This should be on your radar because it's not going away. This concept of like decentralized blockchain approach for these these types of projects. We call them NFTs. So you're going to learn a lot in this video. And uh, that's it. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Thank you for joining me for a new video. I'm joined by my buddy, Sean. Uh, what's up, Sean? What's going on, Ryan? How are we doing today? Doing hey, man. Doing good. Thank you again for uh, taking time to be here. Me and Sean actually know each other from college, and he put something on my radar a couple weeks ago called NBA Top Shot. And since then, man, it has just gone crazy. Like, talk about what, how did you find out about uh, NBA Top Shot? That's a good question. Thanks for asking. Uh, it's weird. I I read about it last October. Uh, there's a company called Dapper Labs. They were the big, basically the creators of uh, CryptoKitties. NFT game that was on the Ethereum blockchain that began in 2017. There was a huge hype cycle that occurred with that back then. Um, and when they essentially created that, they realized that they needed a better mousetrap for as far as a blockchain was concerned to be able to handle such a transactional marketplace. Because if you know this at this point, Ethereum gas fees are, all, you know, they're quite expensive and they were even quite expensive at the time. So if you want to sell something for a dollar or two dollars, it would cost more in gas fees to even move that item and they just realized that something better needed to be done so i was reading in last october or sometime last fall that they had a token funding or some sort of just like private round of funding for the next iteration of their own private blockchain for future projects and one of the things that they put up there was this nba top shot there's a ufc something or other and also a i think there's like a dr seuss project that they have coming down the pike Um, and i didn't get in at the time but i i did continue to sort of follow it because I'm one of those people that like I read about so much stuff on a regular basis that you just never really know exactly what to get in on until mm-hmm. sometimes it's too late. Um, fast forward a little bit to the holidays around Christmas. I won a pretty nice fantasy pot uh, in fantasy football Congrats. and I was sitting around. Yeah, thanks. And one of my buddies who had actually helped me make some moves down the stretch, I felt like I wanted to give something back to him as a Christmas present. So I went on Top Shot finally and I bought this Luka Doncic moment which is this Luka Doncic three-pointer step back buzzer beater over the Clippers uh, in the bubble last year, which I felt to be a really iconic moment. 
I knew that my buddy was a diehard Mavs fan and that he would appreciate a gift like that because if anything like this does happen to be part of the future, which is how I feel at this point, obviously, uh, things like NFTs or Top Shot, I wanted him to at least be able to experience as a fan owning a GOAT Luka Doncic moment. And for that, it felt really great. Um, over the next few days, we started to watch the market move on this card that I bought for or moment, if you will, highlight for about $20. It moves up to $40, $50, $60, $80 within maybe a week to the point where him and I are talking. And it goes from thanks for sending me this moment to, yeah, right there. Right here, guys. Exactly. So we need to also step back because I know a lot of people watching probably are like, what the heck is going on and why should I care? So real quick, that was a great explanation. Why don't we just talk about how much your NBA Top Shot account is worth and then talk right. about that this is basically backwards. digital trading. Yeah, let's just do it. Or at least, you know what? That's what I wanted to show initially. I wanted to show you guys what my account is worth. And I really don't know what I'm even doing here. I'm still learning on the fly. So my account, I started two weeks ago and I've done the bare minimum. And my ROI, technically, I guess they didn't factor in the like 40 bucks I dropped. So oh, my actually. ROI is something absurd. My account's valued at just under $2,000 from the moments I've been able to collect. And these moments are essentially digital trading cards. So do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's um, yeah, it depends on how you want to look at it. But it's the idea that there are highlights or there's pieces of history that are minted to a blockchain and they only create a certain amount of them to be owned. So, you know, you can see on some of these cards, like that McCollum card you have is 6760 out of 8,888, 8, which means that there's going to be less than 9,000 of those ever minted or created or even put out into circulation. And we could go deeper into that another time, but that's just like the gist of just owning, uh, understanding that aspect of it is just the scarcity or the rarity or what have you. Fast forward to the future, you know, right now we've got about 70,000 people on the platform based on what I've seen on CryptoSlam, which is basically a dashboard that monitors some of the activity that's occurring uh, in, in the whole NFT space, not even just on Top Shot. Um, but, you know, they've come out and said that they want to get to about 2 million users on this platform at some point, which is a massive number. But that's 20, almost, you know, 25x what we're looking at right now as far as just people or let's just call it interest in this platform because people are interested. They do want in. And, Ryan, I remember when you joined, um, that was right around when there was a big wave that had occurred kind of in early January. Mm -hmm. And then it, the market itself was starting to sim simmer down. One of the things that happened was with that market interest back in January, it, is, it effectively broke the site. Drops weren't happening very well. They were very buggy. Um, the marketplace was under maintenance constantly because there was so much demand that like just the actual infrastructure and the way that they engineered the marketplace couldn't handle the way that things were going. So they had to, the Top Shot team actually turned off all marketing efforts since then and even up to right now because they didn't want to spend money on something that people were joining just through because it's going viral or because the people are tweeting about it, influencers or NBA athletes and things along those lines. And as a result, that gave them some breathing room over the last call three or four weeks to kind of get their act together. They had a couple of stress drop, uh, stress test drops to try to tinker with different mechanisms to how they want to drop, whether it's just a free for all at 12 o'clock on the dot, or you put people into a waiting room or there's a lottery or you pre-purchase packs. They've exercised so many different ways to try to release content because they're trying to find a fair and equitable way to get these moments out to the users where people feel like they had an honest chance at it. And right. what we've seen happen in the last week is they had a successful drop last Monday on, which was the second drop for the cool cats challenge that they're doing, which is a series of collectible moments that if you, can collect them all you then get currently it's an anthony davis moment uh that you get rewarded with right mm -hmm. and they dropped fifty thousand packs and they they had found seventy thousand people showed up for that drop nobody got more than one pack so it was a very equitable drop Fifty thousand unique users got cards 
or moments, if you will. Um, to kind of understand what that really means for the market is as soon as you create this moment, now that's the gift pack, but if you actually go to the um, challenge for for the cool cats. Uh-huh. So if you go to collection. Uh, collection. Sorry, I'm yep. still learning my there way around. Go. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Go to active Everybody challenges. Everybody watching, exactly. I'm as new as you are. So, so active challenges? Yeah. So then you scroll, you see cool cats is in the top right, right there, the Anthony Davis. So a couple of things you got to take into account here. For starters, you have a couple. Of, you have a, you have one of these cards already, which is great. You could probably flip that Michael Porter that you got for two or three bucks or in a pack. I think that card was going for like a hundred bucks because it's in this set. You it's required mm -hmm. in order to get that Anthony Davis card, and so are the rest of these other cool cards. Yeah. So what's that one going for? If you scroll down on it, or click on available for yeah, right there. No, I'm sorry. Click on what's available for collectors first. I apologize. Yeah, no problem. And so then 123? you one twenty three is what it's currently listed at in the marketplace, as you know, right now is down for maintenance. Um, this card itself, I know was going for more than 100, even 123 yesterday at this moment, if you will. Sorry, I keep calling cards. It's, it's, it's hard. I, for me. I mean, I cards, it. it's, it, it's a crutch though. People probably don't appreciate that being the case. Cause these are highlights. These are really impactful moments in certain players' careers. And some people want to be a part of history by owning a part of history and the cultural significance that comes with it. Right. So like fast back, back, going back to your initial question, what got me into it? I'd read about it. And then what really got me into it was I wanted my buddy to enjoy a moment in perpetuity. So I bought him that moment. And then once we saw it started moving, we realized, okay, there's something here. So that's when we kind of started buying moments out of speculation, trying to figure out which ones were the ones to own. And then, you know, fast forward a month and a half and through a lot of other moves that have been made, you know, here we are in a position to actually make bigger moves um, and also just welcome newcomers to the space, such as I guess you are, at, you know, with a video like this, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is going to reach some, uh, well, a lot of people watching right now probably have no clue still what's going on. Because I remember when you initially, like when I initially had exposure to this, I was like, all right, exactly why is this relevant to me? And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but my take is really that right now, the way to get moments, we won't call them cards, we'll call them moments, is yeah, well, to they either, are. I just, I, it's a crutch that I use the word cards. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, whatever. I, to everybody watching, it's cards. But um, these moments, well, for one guys, I mean, we're not all blockchain experts, but like when it's on the blockchain, these are essentially like tokenized unique IDs, Asset. right? And like those IDs represent something that is of, um, a finite set, right? Like there won't be infinite amount of them. And that each, adds value. Each, each individual moment, like you said, it's in its own closed silo, if you will, uh, as a token, like this particular Michael Porter juniors, it's, if you scroll down a little bit, it's, I believe it's out of 13, I'm sorry, 15,000. Um, yeah, so 15, there's 15,000 in that addition size and going with the fact that it's on the blockchain, if you click that little eye next to it, it'll tell you every individual serialized number who owns it, if it's been owned, if it's up for sale or if it's still in a pack. Okay. How cool is that? So if you wanted to compare this like to like to the traditional card space, what blows my mind is if you wanted to go out and buy a Michael Porter jr. Card, you can find tons of websites to buy them directly or hope to rip one in a pack, whether you're going through, you know, Panini or, uh, I don't even know who makes cards, if I'm being honest with you, top stuff, <laughs> deck, whatever, but Fleer, if, if you were to go through them to get a card, that's fine, but you have absolutely no idea how many of them have, have been ripped out of packs yet. You have no idea how many of them are even in circulation. You might right. have a little bit of an idea based on sentiment or what other people are saying, but I've talked to a lot of people about this in the last couple of months, trying to understand that world, because I think there are serious parallels to that world and the one that we're in right now, which is the more digital version of it. Um, and they say that, yeah, man, there's, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot. There's a lot of aspects to that, to the physical trading space that may or may not translate into this, but there's no visibility at the end of the right. day. And, and there's a ton of visibility is, by putting this on a blockchain. Blockchain for 
those of you guys that like, I guess like layman's terms, blockchain guys, it's uh, it's open, right? Like it's decentralized and it's open. So there's really nothing happening on there that's shady. Like it's all public knowledge, which is why tools like this exist, where if I know somebody's account name, like I just typed in my own, I can look up the uh, the value of my account. I can look up the value of any of my friends' accounts. All I need is their account name and it goes and yeah. queries it on the, the blockchain. Yeah, like if you type in pranked right there instead of your name. He's one of the biggest influencers in, in the NFT space, let alone just in Top Shot. And you can see what his numbers are, he or she, I don't want to make assumptions here, right? You can see what their numbers are as far as what their returns are. And this is a, just one dashboard you can check. But one of the great things about it, kind of to your point, is because it's open and it's on a blockchain, third-party developers within the community that you find on Discord and other places. Sorry, somebody's calling me. Third-party uh, developers are coming in and they're saying, all right, well, I want to be able to track my assets. So they're building out these little dashboards that are pulling APIs from the blockchain, taking some pretty complex metadata and putting it in a in a, in a, in a format that everybody can sort of digest. Easily digestible, yep. Easily, because you can't even do this within your own top shot account right now today, right? You're not able to see what the value of anything is until you actually look at what it's going for in the marketplace individually by a lot of clicks, right? Right, this right. This gives you the idea to get a high-level understanding of every individual asset you own and what it's going for in case you're trying to figure out, all right, I want to move on from this moment, or I want to let somebody else own it, or I want to save up and I want to save up and I want to buy this particular moment to own in perpetuity. So, you know, that's one level to the game, if you will, is either just invest in long-term assets up front or invest in short-term assets up front that you you expect to see returns on or you hope to see returns on in the short term that you can then take the value from to reinvest into long-term assets, which has been more of what my approach is because not everybody has the bankroll when they first get involved in this space, right? But everybody does want to try to find a way to monetize it or or find a way to, I, I guess I would say, just take advantage of the slight edge that you might be able to find in the market just because these tools themselves, even though they're out there for everybody to use, I would say less than 60%, less than, you have no idea what the percentage is of the actual user base that are leveraging these tools. So just the fact that you know you're one of the people that is leveraging it gives you an edge over potentially the next person. From strict information. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, that's what I was actually asking you. We've been talking about this for like an hour plus before we even started recording. But like these tools that Sean's introduced me to have like really helped me feel like I have more of a grasp on what's going on because the website, it's great. Like I really, the developers of this website itself are like really good. This is really well executed, but um, you know, having another way of just drilling down into some data points always helps. And I was going to say, somebody's got to be asking right now, like when I sign up, what what do I do? Because I remember wondering that yeah. myself. So when you sign up, number one, it's free. And then number two, at a minimum, this is all I've done, by the way, to multiply my account from, I think I'm in for like 40 bucks to $2,000 value right now, is they drop these packs at, I mean, what is it? Is it unknown times? I mean, they do give us a heads up most of the time, right? They say in the future, it's going to be whenever they want, unless it's okay. like a, a rare or legendary drop. Okay. There's so many limited that they want to give everybody a chance to, to sort of schedule around it. Um, but for the base drops, like when I first started, these were never sold out. In fact, you could buy them all day long. And, really? you know, I had bought a bunch of them just because I like the feeling of ripping open packs because yeah, I'm a human. Right. And I just sat on those because it's like, I'm not going to sell a Jacob puddle purdle card because <laughs> hey, I don't know what it's worth. But like, I'm just, I'm, I don't even know how to go about selling a Jacob Pearl card. So I would just sit on it and then, you know, fast forward and he might be worth a couple hundred bucks a few weeks later, because at the end of the day, there were not a lot of those in circulation scarcity. and a ton more people entered the market and it doesn't even, and yeah, there's a scarcity part. And then it's just a matter of there's more people that want that card 
than me. So I'll, I'll be happy to let them have it at this point. Right. And if I'm taking profits on it, I'm going to, because I want to take that money and put it into what I'm ultimately hoping to own. And that's really just so, in my opinion, as part of the progression in this space currently right now, until they get to a point where packs aren't sold out and they're able to get packs out 24 seven, that is going to definitely impact the common base, common moments mm -hmm. or that market. But that'll be future moments, right? Because all the current moments that are in the market today have already been locked and limited, which means right. they're not going to print any more of them. So we at least know what the final circulating count is going to be of all of those individual moments. So what's happening and what we've seen in the last week is a lot of people hyping in and buying up all these moments, right? Because they don't know what it's worth. And they're speculating that they're going to go up over time, which may or may not be the case. Uh, in the short term, they're definitely going to keep going up until they release more packs because it's a supply-demand issue. Mm -hmm. And then, But in the long term... Uh, you know, th that's that player who you own a moment of right now, they might get 30 more highlights and this one might not be that cool of a highlight. So people might not want that. That's, that's actually lot, interesting. Right? Yeah. So, so it, it makes sense to, if you realize profits, check, realize those and then move them into something that you do feel like over the, that will withstand the test of time. And that's yeah. yeah. That's and, opinion. um, and just for reference guys, like, yeah, like Sean was talking about these packs used to, so these packs are how you get your moments. Either you get them through packs or you get them through the marketplace. Now, when I bought my first pack, I spent $9. And by the way, the so packs click, have click been Click on your uh, top right. Click on your little uh, alert Collection. on the top right. No, on the right. All the way to the right. Yeah, click on that. Nope. All the way to the right. The, the alert. The alert. The, the bell. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. So you can actually, since you haven't made a lot of activity, you could click on the packs that you ripped. So go to your base set that you ripped open. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, I'll show it. the first one. So I spent $9. And it even tells you what you ripped in that pack, right? Yeah. So, so I spent yeah, $9. It's a great Dylan Brooks is worth 20 bucks. 20 bucks. So it's so already, already, already ROI'd on that bike. Yeah. Know, I got Zion. this Zion moment right here. Look at this monster slam. Ooh. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. And this is it's worth Zion. 590. Yep. That card. And Jordan yeah, I mean, Clarkson, that moment was going for even more last night. Um, 55. I mean, the marketplace is under maintenance. So these are actually, I don't want to call these conservative numbers because these numbers are significantly higher than they were a week ago before a lot more people entered the space. But when you fast forward to the future and you understand that they're making more Zion moments, uh, more highlights are coming out, those highlights are going to be a completely different silo, right? So they, this, this market, this card is its own market. This is the Zion Williamson 15,000 LE 15, Series yep. 2 dunk market, right? So that's the one market that it now you can, oh, you can now see that the cards are out. Too. Exactly. So that's so now that you know that this card is they're not going to make 20,000 on there. They, they locked it at 15. You can let it play out and you can see the market start to adjust and go up and down and then figure out exactly what it thinks it's going to be worth or what the market says it's worth you know, either in the short term or, or the long term. Right now, everything's going up because people are just trying to get in and like that's mm -hmm. not lost on me. It shouldn't be lost on anybody getting involved. So I would say proceed with caution right now. If you if you're trying to enter and you're really excited, I would not buy any moment that you're not comfortable getting stuck with long term and stuck with is probably a bad way of putting. It. I would say if if you're looking to get involved and you really want to buy a moment on the marketplace, look for moments that's that bring you some level of, of joy. Right. Whether yeah, it's a really cool this, buzzer beater. They yep, may not even be into NBA. So it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If it's people that are subscribed to my channel, like Ryan, you're talking about this. How can I make money? Well, they won't even know maybe. So, but it's, it's worth noting that even for them guys, like grab a pack when they're available because you're yeah, going you can get to get like winning the lottery. Yeah. 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 Right now, every pack right now has like a ridiculous return on them. Yeah. Strictly because, like, for, for example, last night, you know, there was a drop. They did a, a small drop of 5,000 packs. Okay. 5,000 packs sounds like a big number to you and me. There's three cards in a pack. So that's 15,000 cards that are effectively getting released into the market. Okay. That's great. Except there were 70,000 people that were waiting in line for that pack. So just getting a pack 
in winning the lottery to be put in line to get a pack, being one of those chosen 5,000 last night meant that the $9 you invested could be instantly flipped into likely hundreds of dollars in returns because they are trying to figure out the best way to release packs to keep up with demand without completely flooding the market. Like they're trying to not flood the market, but they're, they also understand that like they need to add new moments and new cards into the new moments right. into the, into the market in order to, to sustain it and for it to be a healthy entry for other people, like for new people, for newcomers into the space that want to get involved, they don't want to spend seven sixty $60 on a Jeremy Grant card. Maybe right now that, because that's too much, that's too rich for their yeah. blood, but they also yeah. are fully priced out of a LeBron card that might, maybe that might be going for 1800 or two grand or 30 grand, depending on what moment you're looking at. So people want to taste. So they're finding that the floors on some of these cheaper moments are going up, not because they don't have long-term value by the way, but just because people want to get in and they want to feel like they're a part of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just say, you know, if you don't know what you're doing or you aren't sure, try to come up with a plan. And I would start with moments that, or players that you know, that you like, that you're comfortable with. If you buy them, then potentially pulling back in the short term um, because other cards become released, right? Yeah, we were talking about Pascal uh, Siakam. Siakam, it's like a not like a star, not, not an all star, but like a really good player. And you were you were yeah. seeing his value rise as the yep. value of all the like tier one all stars was getting right. kind of unattainable for most, and it kind exactly. of has a trickle down effect to some other really good players that are well-liked, you know, on good teams. Yeah, I mean, you could almost approach this like a stock market for athletes, right? In a way. Mm -hmm. And it's just about the sentiment for that. That's a good way player. of putting so, it, dude. Yeah. So like if spicy P he was a, I think he was a most improved player a year or two ago in the NBA. I think the year that the Raptors won and when they won, man, over yeah, the Warriors, he was most improved player. So that was like his coming out party. That was two years ago. Last year was yeah. a bubble, you know, weird stuff going on in sports and in the NBA right now. So people tend to forget about that kind of thing, but I'll tell you there are 15,000 of these, these uh, spicy peas that were going for two or $3 two weeks ago. Right. Alongside of a lot of other cars that are going for uh, moments that are going for two or $3. But the difference is as this market started to go up, Spicy Spicy P was going up faster than Dylan Brooks. That's, at the end of the day, that's just going to happen. So the right. idea is when they do release these new moments that are coming out in the next probably week, uh, because they did add them to uh, the they did add the headers into the blockchain, but they haven't actually minted the cards yet. Once that happens, this place is going to go nuts. Um, once those hit the hit the scene, if you're somebody who's a fan of a guy like like Pascal Siakam and you see that his cards go for two or three dollars, you know what? Knowing that this one's going for 45 or 50, maybe buy a couple of them to sit on, right? For the future, right. for when, you know, there happens to be another wave of interest that might come in that drives the floor up for some of these, for some of these moments a little bit higher. You used to be able to get moments for a dollar, right? Right. Now I, you can't yeah. get anything for less than like 20. You, My cards that were real, you could get, you could get moments that exactly a week ago, yeah. you could get moments for three. Now you can't get, you can get moments for $3. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's so, just like the, when the floors go up, you got to just sort of adapt and you have to adjust your approach, but you, you just need to make sure you don't get carried away uh, with that approach. That's what, I, that's what I would say. Proceed with caution. Yeah. And um, yeah. So Sean, thanks for being here, man. Like let's wrap up, but also let's just wrap by giving some insights into, it seems with what we just said, like this is almost too good to be true, but sure. what is your take on the wave of interest in top shot. Like, I feel it's like this is just getting started, man. Yeah. It's in a weird way. It's just getting started. When you think about just the NBA as a hype beast. Um, if we, if we rewind a little bit to how I began the conversation talking about crypto kitties and how that was an NFT marketplace that on Ethereum, it just was not a sustainable way to, to continue that project. Cause it was too expensive to move around a single transaction. 
So they create a highly transactional blockchain, which is called Flow, in which case they layered this marketplace over top of it. And it's got a great user interface. You don't need to use like a MetaMask wallet or hook your ledger up to it in order to, it's not super clunky. So it's really a great sort of way for people to ease bridge. in, to a bridge to ease into certain levels of blockchain technology. But even more specifically, kind of get a taste for what NFTs are all about. Because if you go on some of these other NFT marketplaces, it's really clunky trying to, to acquire some piece of digital art or collectible on those spaces because you have to put up a bid and then hope it gets taken down. And sometimes those bids have a timestamp on them because it's in, it's locked in a smart contract. And if they don't accept your bid of half an Ethereum for your hash mask for whatever that you bid on, then that money gets released back to you because it's held in like a smart contract escrow. There's too much of that going on on these. This is such as this, this throws all those confusing things out the window and it allows you to just say, all right, I want this. I'm a buy. You can deposit money with crypto. You can deposit money with uh, like your debit card. There's so many ways for you to get in. It's a much more user-friendly experience. So to what you're saying, as far as kind of like the future waves, um, you talk about specifically with the NBA or you're talking about just in well, general with, yeah, let's just say top shot, but I mean, this is definitely going to be yeah. like, this is early, early because we know we already know it's coming to the UFC and it's going to continue coming to other things yeah. when they see the success of Top Shot. Yeah. So the Crypto Kitties project, I think, proved the concept that there's just a market for this type of digital collectible slash gamification structure, right? And then I think they spent the last three years since they created that figuring out what that would look like. And they found the perfect partner in the NBA because the NBA itself is a globalized brand that does a great job as far as globalizing their brand. They're a massive hype beast. They're pretty much intertwined with with just like street culture anything that happens to like the supreme sneaker drops things like that it just kind of mixes perfectly with that right. crowd or that particular um following if you will or or, or or that community mixed with the blockchain enthusiasts the blockchain community the the crypto community and it, it, it brings them something it brings them all together there are so many people on discord that to your point have that I've met through just my endeavors on here that didn't know anything about basketball until they joined. They either owned up crypto kitties or they just, they were really bullish on NFTs and they wanted to get in somehow. And they had mm -hmm. read about this and it felt like, and it is the lowest barrier to entry to get into the NFT world. And that's, that's a great way of putting it. And sometimes that's all that matters. Like, even if you don't care about NBA, like this is uh, the tech, it's hard not to believe in it. And whether you believe in it or not, like we were kind of talking about off camera that we feel like, you know, people will be adopting it eventually regardless, sure. you know, and you may not even know it because again, when they build out these nice UIs that are bridging, bridging it for yeah. normal people, it's like, you don't need to be building a tool like moment ranks. You know what I mean? Leave right, that to right, nerds. Right. Like you can right. use the top shot website and not have as a it continues to get better. And improve. Tech. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're also think about this marketplace and you know, this just cause you have a little bit of a background in development, but like this is just a framework, right? You could rebrand this right. site to be, so eBay. you know what I mean? Like so you can, you can have any type of marketplace. Once you figure out all the kinks for this marketplace, they're just going to rebrand it for UFC or for Dr. Seuss or whatever's next, which is good to know. So, you know, they definitely prove that they have something here with NBA top shot, which is huge. And, and they're just paving the way for the future for other projects, for other developers to come in even and, and put their idea of what this project could look like uh, on their blockchain. And I think that's really exciting stuff and I can't wait to see where it goes. And I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah, man. Thank you for taking time to be here. Guys, Thanks if you watched the end of this video, definitely hit the thumbs up button. If you're not subscribed, make sure you do that. And then do yourself a favor. Thank me later. Sign up for NBA Top Shot. There's a link in the description. It's free. And if you can get your hands on a pack, buy the pack. You can easily flip those cards, most likely for multiples higher. You already saw my first $9 flipped into like, what, 650 right now? Something like that. So, um, and 
Sean, you want to show, show you your want. account real quick? You can show them mine just so they understand that, it, you know, like I've definitely grinded mine up in the last month and a half. This didn't just happen because I bought it and I sat on my hands. I identified just areas in the, mo I'm alt bay. Does, yeah, I was going to say, does, I think you, yeah, you does it matter. There you go. Okay. There you go. So Sean's a top 500 like account right now, top 1%. So you can trust him when he gives us these insights and he has nothing to gain from being here, by the way, other than just like spreading the love about top shot because it's pretty awesome man. it's a lot of fun too. fun way of making money yeah the more i read about it the more i'm involved in anything in this space right it's just one of those things just like anything else you just get kind of caught up you go down the rabbit hole and then you start to see the future and that's sort of where i'm at um, I, I feel like we can all see the future at this point and i'm here to talk about it with you and whoever else is interested in learning more at this point um as we kind of move forward yeah. So guys, um, hit us up in the comments below too. If you have questions or you want to see like future videos about it, uh, maybe we can hook up some more content and, uh, that's pretty much it. So yeah. Thank you, Sean, for being here oh, thanks and for having thanks me, guys man. for watching and, uh, Good luck, yeah. everybody.